Join us because we're drinking at Moe's. I am the fire starter, the carny killer. I am born to die, Jake Crist. All right, everybody, welcome to Drinking at Moe's. Your host, Big Mo here. Pretty damn excited today. I have with me. Oh boy, he's been all over. I mean, you might recognize him from Impact, CZW, Revolver. He's even done some shows for my friends over at Warrior Wrestling. He's held titles at CZW, CZW Wired, Tag Champ, Impact, Tag, and X Division. Jake, Chris, how the hell are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Okay, yep, we're we're good. Doing pretty good. Yep. The connection's being kind of wonky. But yeah, no, I'm doing good. Um, I can't hear you, partner. Oh, let me. Yep. Okay, you, it's, you good now? It's uh like cutting out on me. Hold on for a second. Let me let me let me throw these ear earphones in again. All right. All right, here we go. Here, here we go. All right. Let's yeah, do no, this. I am excited to have you on. I mean, I've been paying attention to you since you know the impact days with uh, OVE and Sammy Callahan. I really, really appreciate that. Sammy's a really great friend of mine. Uh, even though he kicked me to the curb, uh, I guess I still love the little bastard. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, first thing I like to start off with each of my guests with is what got you started as a fan and then what made you decide to make the jump into wrestling? Well, uh, what made me became a fan, of, uh, what made me become a fan of pro wrestling was I think it was like most children. I just love the, the colorful personalities and the outfits. I just love the way the Macho Man looked. Hmm. Macho Man was one of those guys that just, he caught my attention from the age of five or six years old when I started wrestling. I remember being on my father's lap because uh, we would we would rent the uh, VHS tapes of uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we yeah. would, we'd pop some popcorn and we'd watch WrestleMania together. And I remember looking up at him saying, Father, I'm going to do that one of these days. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do when I grow up and nice. well, I'm a man of my word. My father's very, very proud too. That's awesome. That is awesome. I had kind of a similar deal with getting into wrestling and all the personalities, the guys like the, the rogue warriors with the spiked shoulder pads and shit. And LOD was amazing. I even like demolition. The face paint. Yes. And Big I Boss was, Man was awesome. Oh, oh, man. He was in my first ever WWE show. I was like third grade, and my dad got me and him tickets for Christmas. And we were like right by the entrance. 
and he comes walking by me and I still remember buying the damn foam nightstick at the merch stand. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man. Ray Trailer, he was awesome. He's he's a gym. Oh. Uh, anyone, any inspire pro wrestling, you want to learn uh, how to be a, a moving, great big man on how to wrestle, look yeah. at the big boss, man. He could go. Oh, yeah. And I remember that night. He ended up uh, going up against Yokozuna. Woo. Another big man as agile. And uh, uh, I, I mean, Yokozuna was one of those guys that I, that I really enjoyed watching as a kid, too. Mm. Oh, like yeah. he, was just, he was just so big, but he could move. That leg drop was so awesome. That Aww. was like the dopest thing I've ever seen. It's like, how did he jump that high? To get that massive of a body up for that leg drop. That was just crazy, mind-blowing to me back in the day. Oh, man. Not many people could take a, a simple leg drop look as badass as that guy did. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, the way you just would move down with it, too, was just amazing. Oh, yeah. Like you said, just legit oh. mind-blowing to me. Like, oh. how high he would jump up and the way he would land that leg drop was just mind-blowing. Especially oh. as a youngster. Oh, yeah. Totally. And I remember being in the third grade and all of a sudden, he's, he's walking by me. I'm this little little dude. I'm, like, looking up. I'm, like, my jaw practically on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, man, he was massive. Yeah. But uh, one thing I was wanting to give you time to talk about, I remember, you know, I remember hearing about you being in IWA Mid-South, and then I saw that, well, what first alerted me to the whole situation was actually John Wayne Murdoch. Uh, a tweet of his in support of you and then i'm like i'm looking into it and i'm like oh damn like i, yeah. I want to I actually i want to hear about this okay you want to hear um the whole story huh you want to you want to get the uh the scoop from the source you're a smart individual and i'll give it to you uh because we got a little bit of time right yeah, we got we so got strap in, and I'll give you uh, this uh, this amazing tale of Ian Rotten screwing Jake Christ out of money. So here we go. Uh, I'm wrestling John Wayne Murdoch at his last show in Chicago. Um, it's about two matches before John Wayne Murdoch and I are, are about to go on. So we're both ready. We're stretched out. We're prepared. Got my gear on. Already traveled six and a half hours to get to Chicago from Dayton. So it's pretty, uh, pretty excited to get the thing going because I had to catch a flight out of O'Hare to uh, to Orlando for Circle Six. And I wrestled with Anthony Henry that night. So our, so yeah. Uh, Mid Chicago, two matches before me and John Wayne, main event. Ian comes up to us and says, Hey, 
is there any way that I could PayPal you the Monday coming up? I'm like, yeah, sure. Same thing he asked John. John said, yeah, because, I mean, what am I going to do? Say no and just leave? Yeah. I have traveled six ways, plus I have a flight to catch at O'Hare. There's a reason, you know, I needed to be in Chicago. Yeah. So that was that's that was pretty in the norm for uh, the last two years during the pandemic. Uh, Ian would ask me, hey, draws down. Can I PayPal you such such date? And normally when I said, yeah, he would, he would. There's also been a few times where I felt very, very bad. And uh, I know what it's like being a struggling young pro wrestler, not getting gas money, not getting any kind of money to uh, eat, you know, just to buy a hot dog at the you know, gas station or whatever you have. So I, I would, I would have him break up my payday and, you know, give it to, the locker room there was a, a few different times I did that so I really think in this case he took you know my kindness for weakness and took advantage of me so uh the Monday comes I don't hear from him I don't get a message so I messaged him that Tuesday and I said hey bud uh I didn't see any PayPal is there any way uh or, or, or did, am I missing something? Like, did you yeah. forget? Like, what's going on? Uh, messaging me back. Hey, sorry, FedEx. Something with like FedEx didn't come with his check because he didn't have any money in the bank because they had like something, some bullshit excuse. The reason what he told me in Chicago, the reason why he couldn't pay me. So he's staying with that excuse. And I go, yeah, sure, no problem. He's like, I'll, I'll PayPal you tonight for sure. Like, okay, no problem. Tuesday came and went. Kind of forgot about it. Uh, about, I don't know, week or two goes by, I realized, oh, shit. Ian still hasn't paid me. So I messaged him, hey, uh, what's going on? <laughs> It's been a couple of weeks now. Like, can yeah. I get my pay? He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, there's been so much stuff going on, like FedEx and da 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 da. My bank account's froze. And PayPal's giving me grief. And I go, well, I got Cash App too. <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll definitely pay you tonight. So tonight came and went. I, uh, Next morning, I go, hey, bud, uh, didn't see no PayPal. Um, what's going on? Don't hear from for another week or so. So then I put out a tweet because there was about three promotions that still owed me money. Yeah. So I go, uh, when's the proper amount of time to give a promotion? to pay me and I got a couple you know likes and stuff and you know some some comments um the two promotions came out of woodwork they paid me right away because they knew what was about to happen Ian knew what was about to happen too that day but he messaged me and says please take the video down or take the uh, post down I'll uh 
I'll pay you tonight. I go, okay, cool, no problem. It just wasn't about you, it was about two other people too. But sure, I got you, I'll take it down. So I took the post down, I waited for him to mess or uh, to PayPal me. That night came and went. I waited one more week, a total of a month. The, uh, it was the Monday of the show that he was supposed to have the same building in Chicago. Mm. Uh, I had the same setup. I had uh, Circle Six flying me out of O'Hare to meet in L.A. for the next day to do their show. Same thing like we did with Orlando. Um, I get everything set up, get everything rocking and rolling. And I see that the actual building that uh, IWA was running out of, they posted a post on Facebook saying uh, the wrestling show on the 18th has been canceled. So I thought, huh, this was funny. I was supposed to be on this show. Supposed to catch a flight that next morning. Actually, it was that night. It was at 10 p.m. that night because I was supposed to go on early. So I'm supposed to catch a flight at 10 to go to LA. And uh, I go, hey, dude, I seen this. And I screenshotted that post that the, that the building made. I said, what's going on? Is the show still happening? I don't get any message back. So I go, that was like at 5 a.m. So I message him throughout the day. Like, dude, I really need to know, like, you're screwing people out of money here. Like, I'm flying out of Chicago. Like, I live in Dayton. I'll have to drive six and a half hours to catch this flight. Yeah. That will suck if you're not running the show. Yeah. (laughs) You told me that everything would be good and that I could go on early and I could catch my flight still Thought every, I thought he'd, you know, catch catch up, all the stuff. Well, I don't hear from him at all. So I threatened him, like, hey, bro, it's been a month. If I don't get my pay, because he owed me $600. So if I don't get six, my 600 bucks in my PayPal by 5 o'clock, keep your eyes on social media. Because I'm going to release a video. At 4.50 p.m., he messages me. And he goes, oh, Jake, I'm sorry. Uh, Misty, which is his girlfriend. Misty's in the hospital. She just had a heart attack. Um, Please, please give me till tonight. As soon as she gets out of the hospital, I'll send you your money. And I go, nah. You've been saying that to me the last month now. You got six minutes to send my wife to PayPal or keep your eyes on social media. Came and went. 5.01, I messaged my wife. Hey, sweetheart, do we have any money in the PayPal? (laughs) She says, no, honey, we don't. So I go, okay. My good friend Bob was with me. I go, hey, Bobby, hit record 
now. Then <laughs> you've seen what you've seen with the burning belts. Uh, I end up blocking them on all forms of social media, blocking them on uh, uh, my phone so he can't call or message me. Uh, and I, I, the last message I sent to him was, dude, you're a flat out liar. I trusted you. Because um, he, he preached the fact that he changed. He was a changed man. And, you know, I'm, I'm a nice guy. Yep. You know? I give people second chances. Well, now, you know, being the nice guy, finishing last, I said, hey, you got to keep that money. I'll keep your titles. Keep your eyes posted on social media. Block, 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 block. And uh, the rest is all she wrote, they said. <laughs> yeah. That's, I remember that, when I saw that video, I was damn. Yeah, a lot and of people. I remember. Oh, that I was just going to say. Damn, I mean, I've always wanted to, like, a, at least a replica. We're back. Everything but good? Yeah. yeah, we're good. I don't know what the hell happened there. But anyways, I remember, like I was saying, I was like, damn, I, I, I could have messaged you and you could have sent me them damn titles. I would have taken them. Well, you know, I think uh, making them a sash was uh, pretty awesome because that's the first sash in pro wrestling history. Good. You know what? That is that is a good point there. Good you know, uh, my my plan is, is uh, to make enough money off the eight by tens and shirts that I'll put out of burning belts. Get my money back. In hell, I I get I get paid on Wednesday. Where where you got you got a link set up where people like online can buy those? Buy t-shirts, absolutely. I'm actually should be coming out with a new t-shirt in the next couple of days. So keep your eyes open on social media. My social medias are DJ Chris on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm on Facebook as EJ Chris. That's my socials, baby. All right. Yeah, no, we... I'll definitely be keeping my eye out on all that. A um, couple other things to do a speed round sort of thing. I name off some people, and then you give me your thoughts on them. And then I do like a little bit of a random question round. Like some could be wrestling related, some not. Right. All right. Let's rock and roll. But uh, we'll start off with the speed round. We'll start off with the speed round. I tailor it to each of my guests. And each of these, when I was doing my homework, is somebody you've shared the ring with in one way or another, whether you faced off against them or whether you've been in a in a faction with them this one first one i decided to just uh, kind of group all these ones together and one that you know a lot of people re will remember you from in you know impact 
OVE. OVE is a great Ohio faction. Mm hmm. What about it? Ohio versus everything. That's what that's what got me into uh, oh. Impact Wrestling. Sammy Callahan was uh, oh yeah was a man. Like I love I love Sammy. He's my boy. I still talk to him to this day. Fulton was great too. That's who that's I consider awesome. OVE. The three of us. It was a great time. Was, I loved I loved uh, loved my time with OVE. Got to become uh, X Division champion. You know, so uh, that's a list of uh, hell of accomplishment. Being a, a list of names of uh, the ex former X Division champions. Get to got to wrestle uh, one of my great friends, Rich Swan, for the X Division championship. So mm. I mean, I couldn't write a uh, better uh, storyline uh, uh, storyline telling myself. I loved it. It was a fan fantasy oh, yeah. coming true, fantasy coming true for sure. Oh, yeah, and you guys had a lot of great matches during that time period. I remember the uh, Barbed Wire Massacre versus uh, LAX. Yeah, us versus LAX. That was, was uh, insane. It was a really good time. Uh, I, I loved my time with Impact Wrestling. I hope uh, I hope I get to uh, come back one day. That would be I awesome. To come back uh, uh, to wrestle uh, Josh Alexander for the X Division title. That was dope. But, you know, I'd like, I got a little bit of taste. Now I want some more. That, that would be awesome. I know. Uh, well, well, Sammy there coming back and, you know, really jumping into things there after that uh, injury he had. Yeah, him and Moose, were they just killed it at Slammiversary. Oh great, yeah, that was a great match. Great stuff. Oh, oh yeah, did amazing. I love how with uh, I know I've heard other people talk about it with those uh, monsters ball matches. How they're really going back to the way they originally presented them in like the early days, where like the the whole storyline where they'll lock you in a dark room for like however many hours it is beforehand and then that's all awesome. oh man i'm i for, i think it was denise salcedo or sean ross sap i heard talking about you know them bringing the that presentation of the monsters ball matches back and i'm like you know what all right, everybody, it's the uh, host of the show, Big Mo here. And if you've ever thought of starting your own podcast, you got a subject you're passionate about, you need to use Anchor. It is the fastest, easiest way to set everything up, get your podcast out there, and start sharing the things that you are passionate about. All right, we're back. You Maybe. never know what's going to happen here in Dayton, Ohio. Stuff just happened to pop up. That was some weird, weird shit. I guess I was, guy was just, I guess he was just lonely and wanted to talk to somebody. I was like, hey, buddy, I'm doing a podcast right now. And he's like, 
okay, cool. Uh, Clydesdale, do you know about Budweiser? I was like, ah, I don't drink. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> he just started to get a cigarette out, started smoking. I was like, all right, man, well, go. You, you about to see me throw down with this junkie. What the hell is going on? Get on you out missed. of here, bro. That, that would have been, never been... No. <laughs> man, that would have been something for the, the YouTube version. <laughs> that was some crazy ass shit. You never know. The dude followed me from skating on my bike path. I was like, what the hell? I, 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 I passed him uh, like 10, 15 minutes ago. Like he was looking at me then. I was like, oh, come on now. I'm not going to give you any kind of money. Like, I'm two years sober, bro, on on alcohol. Like, I don't want to hear about your drinking and shit. Get on out of here. Get on here. You know, going off that right there, that's that's awesome. Congratulations on that. I have worked with people with alcohol and drug issues. I, oh, boy, it was total of about... I'm wanting to say four or five years now, I just started another job where I do that. And like, I know how, you know, how tough for a lot of people staying clean and sober can be. So that's awesome. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Um, Two years will be uh, October. October 16th will be uh, two years uh, alcohol free. You know, I never, I didn't have a drug problem. I just had a, a little yeah. bit of a drinking problem. So, but yeah. And then I, I offer help uh, people all the time too uh, that need it uh, on socials. Uh, hey, my DMs are always open. If you're struggling with alcohol, I know what it's like being in that deep, dark cave of alcoholism and trying to crawl your way out. So, I mean, if, if you or anyone else is struggling with that addiction, I can help you out with that. My DMs are always open. That's awesome. Well, I guess we'll jump right back into this uh, current round that we were in. We'll go with uh, a guy that I'm trying to get on the show, but we've ran into a couple snags. Hopefully, we'll get him on soon. John Wayne Murdoch. He is the best, well, one one and two. I'm not going to say, uh, I, I think they flip flop all the time. I'm, I think the debate, uh, around the death match community, uh, can say the same, but John Wayne Murdoch and Alex Cologne are the two best death match wrestlers in the world. And that's just not my opinion. I think that's everybody's opinion. And John Wayne, every single time, the same with Alex, but with John Wayne, because I've wrestled him a shit ton of times, um, especially recently during the pandemic. He is so underrated when it comes to actually, like, not just death matches, but like wrestling, wrestling. He's one of the dudes yeah. that can literally go and do it all. So my hat's off to John Wayne Murdoch, and I, I'll always have a special place with John Wayne in my heart because he was one of the very first people to come and stand beside me during this whole uh, burning down the Ian house and you know sprinkling his ashes all over his grave because that's what we need to do. We need to keep that scum away from pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
like I remember that uh, John Wayne Murdoch was actually like I mentioned how I came to know of the situation and you know this this whole episode might end up getting me one less follower because IWA Mid-South actually follows me on Twitter but after hearing about this whole situation I'm like I I don't care yeah IWA sucks yeah like not only did they screw me out of money they screwed a lot of people out of money throughout the 25 years so I was the only one that had the balls to stick up for everyone so I mean like I, I was the right one that he fucked over I was the right one that he screwed over so thank you, Ian, for allowing me to get you the hell out of this business. A lot of people, a lot of people love that. So you'll be you'll be lucky to have one less follower in IWA. Yeah. Yeah, like you're mentioning. It's it's gonna be no no sweat for me. I mean, after everything that I've been hearing, it's like Jeez, why the hell is anybody even trying to even come into contact with him for a show? Because it just sounds like he's been doing nothing but screwing people over. Yeah, it's it is what it is. It's a long yeah. list. That's why I'm going to defend the sash against anybody that's been mm. screwed over by Ian Rotten, wrestler or fan. If you if Ian owes you money. You get a shot at the sash. Awesome. Well, I mean, he, he don't owe me money, so I guess I don't get a shot. But oh well. well, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure he screwed you over some way or another. But yeah, brother. Yeah. But uh, you know what? You actually in that whole thing actually brought up the next guy that I was gonna mention because I've actually interviewed him and his episode I've already released Alex Cologne. I absolutely love Alex Cologne. I remember bringing Alex uh, to Dayton and um, he was a huge part of a company I started in Dayton called Rockstar Pro Wrestling and amazing Maisie Tyler. I can't say enough great things about Alex Cologne. Like he's he's a true true friend in this business. There's not many friends that you could call uh, true friends in this business, but he's one of them. That's awesome. And I I remember when he said that he'd do my podcast. I'm like, oh my god, because I'm like he was one of my he is still one of my absolute favorites. So I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, he's awesome. And then he was mentioning how he was uh, trying to invest in some new kick pads. And, you know, he'd send them to somebody signed. And I'm like, how much do you want? And he's like, make me an offer. So I made him an offer. And I'm the owner of Alex Cologne Ring Worn signed kick pads. That's awesome. You're going to be front and center in the man cave when I finally get that set up. That's cool. <laughs> Next one, little, a uh, very, very short-lived faction that you were involved in in Impact, but 
one of the people that was in there with you in the cancel culture. RVD. Yeah, man. RVD was my very first favorite professional wrestler that actually that I looked at. It was like, I want to actually take the strides and steps to become a pro wrestler because RVD, like, like most children, I loved it as a kid. Uh, I got, I fell off of it. You know, I was playing basketball for a couple years. And when yeah. I came back to, uh, um, uh, as a, a middle school kid, I absolutely fell in love with ECW and RVD. So that was a dream come true to be, uh, be in his, uh, little faction for a couple weeks. Yeah, that I remember hearing about that faction, and you know I watched some because I I had Impact Plus for a while, and then for some reason it like canceled. But then yeah, I think that, that was a weird time with Impact, right? With the whole Impact Plus and all that stuff. I mean, it's working great now. I that's awesome. Not all that. <laughs> all that long ago got back into it because I was hearing about some pretty good matches that I was interested in. And uh, another guy that I had, uh, I've actually interviewed for the show, Jonah, he was going to be facing Tomohiro Ishii, another one of my favorites. So I was like, that's going to be on impact plus. Holy shit, I'm getting that now. That's awesome. And yeah, no, RVD, I mean, damn, he's still legend, he's still bro. Going. Yeah, he's in yeah. Noah, bro. I love RVD. Great, great time. Uh, it was, I was literally, it, it was a, a dream come true. Not a lot of people get to uh, wrestle with their favorite wrestlers growing up. And I was lucky enough to wrestle with RVD and be in a group with him. It's pretty. Even though it was short-lived and, you know, it was was still cool to me to be in a group with uh, Rob Van Dam. Yeah, and and, I mean, even though it was short-lived, nobody can take that away from you that, you know, you were in that group with him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was kind of curious to, you know, talk a little bit about that group because I remember, I mean, this guy is kind of, I think, wasn't it Joey Ryan? I mean, I know he's kind of a taboo subject right now when it comes to wrestling, but he's the one that, if I remember right, started the group. And then all of a sudden, when the controversy with him happened, it's like, yeah, to be honest, man, fuck that guy. Fuck, fuck uh, anyone involved with that. Like, I was, uh, it, it sucked to be, a, it's, it got stuck being lumped in that whole situation. I didn't ask to be a part of that group. I didn't ask to be, you know, uh, uh, somebody's brother and all that. But I got three grand taken away from me a month. And I got my dream job taken away from me that I strive years and years to get to so i don't like to speak of those people so yeah fuck them both no we can steer away from that because i mean we don't you keep them don't keep their keep their names out of your mouth that's how they die you know what 
That is Look, true. Don't that even speak of it. That's yep. Nope. We can definitely not go there again because anybody that was involved in that, they just don't even need to be involved in the. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that's not to take away from you know any of your time and impact because, like we talked about, you had the great runs as as a tag champ, the great run there with the X Division champ, and you know you get to be involved with uh, I know Impact and. Pro Wrestling Revolver there have a pretty great working relationship, you know, with, you know, Sammy. Sammy's the one that runs that, right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Sammy has a awesome relationship with uh, Impact. So, you know, um, obviously, you know, talent's going to be exchanged and stuff like that. But, yeah. I mean, Impact was a great time in my life. I loved, I loved uh, the friends that I made at Impact. But to be honest, man, it's in the rearview mirror. I'm not even thinking about yeah. impact no more. Uh, I'm just trying to strive and get get ahead and uh, become, you know, uh, the guy that I yeah. was uh, born to be in this business. Yeah. You know, uh, born to die, the fire starter, Jake mm. Christ. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm done. That's that's what I'm. That's what I want. You know, that's 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 oh, what yeah. this is all about. You know, uh, oh, impact yeah. was great. Uh, love love uh, wrestling for Revolver. Uh, but I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's in the rearview mirror as far as I'm concerned. Is impact, you know, I, I need to oh, yeah. focus in on the future, baby. Going forward, definitely good way to good way to go about it. And I mean, I did want to mention an upcoming revolver show that I heard you were going to be at. That's going to be not too far away from me. The their cage of horrors show yeah and i were you coming out me and mance warner i oh man i the wanted bunk, to bunkhouse brawl bro oh man there's that is that, hey there's gonna be a lot of crazy shit oh man it's gonna that be a brawl is, that iowa could talk about for years to come because me and mance oh, we know how to deliver one hell of a match oh yeah that is gonna be an insane show i I wanted to go when I heard about it, but then I realized I already had a previous commitment. The Nebraska Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, they're having their induction night that night. Oh, you can't miss the Nebraska Wrestling Hall of Fame, brother. And they're having a, a show that it's looking like I might possibly be like an interviewer, like, during different parts of the show. So I'm like, dude, that's damn. awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Like this, ever since I started doing this show, I have actually been pretty damn blessed to come into contact with some people that have given me some pretty great opportunities like that. You know, that actually being like three days before my birthday. So I'm like, well, happy great birthday, birthday present brother. right thank you and warrior wrestling i've interviewed steve the promoter there twice now and when they had their show in st louis it 
actually invited me to bring my show down there and be a part of the fan fest. And that's actually where I came into contact with Jonah. I had the little shorter interview with him. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's opened up a lot of great opportunities for me that I honestly never thought this do it that I would get, but oh, more than happy that I'm getting them. But yeah. all right, we'll go on the kind of random question round where I have, like I said, some questions might be wrestling related, some not. You answer how you see fit. All right. First one. Any hobbies you got that you know you're you're into outside of wrestling? Yeah, I love skateboarding. I uh, love uh, uh, working out, lift, lifting weights, uh, raise uh, two daughters. Uh, yeah, so I have a lot of things going on outside of pro wrestling. But my That's hobby, awesome. like the hobby that I absolutely love, that uh, any like every day that I try to do it, skateboarding. I love skating. That is awesome. Like you, you were doing mm-hmm. a little bit of that during the beginning of this, right. so getting to fit in both. And you bring up raising two daughters. I've been able to, you know, say this news. My wife and I are actually expecting, and we're getting, we're getting two. Congratulations! Two you know, I'm, I'm, you know, mix of excited and nervous, but you know, you'll be fine. Oh yeah, you'll be good. Oh yeah, I'm sure. All right, next one. Do you consider yourself more of a dog or a cat person? Ooh, both. But, you know, I'm becoming more of a cat person as I get a little older. Uh, Absolutely have a cat named uh, Muda. He's uh, white and gray. Uh, He's literally such a joy to have in my life um i couldn't picture my life without muda in it so i i'd say i'm a cat person that's all right my my wife and i actually have uh, have three of each <laughs> oh nice we have yeah. two english bulldogs Dane, and then the the story of how we got our third cat was kind of funny because she told me she was thinking of getting another one and I was working evenings at the time and then I come home and I see the light on in one of the spare bedrooms that faces our driveway and I'm like oh what's the light doing on in there and then I get up closer to the window and I'm like that cat's fluffier than our other two <laughs> and then I go upstairs and my wife's like babe and I just said you got another cat (laughs) but I I get a kick out of telling that one but I I consider like you kind of a mix of both I probably lean more towards the dog side oh yeah I like a cat just because they can take care of themselves 
Cats can you take know, care that, of themselves. Dogs really need you and depend on you, just like a baby. But I'd rather have a cat just because you know, they travel a lot, you know. You know, I can. Th- there is there is the benefits to that, and I know with our cats, you know, I like you and yours. I love I love ours, and I just love how like I can just not even have to worry about them. They can just walk around the house and I get home and I hear yeah I'm like all right I'll I'll get your food refilled <laughs> next one with all the traveling you do for your wrestling shows what's your go-to road trip snack ooh um right now it's the um it's just a protein drink from uh, Nesquik. Those little strawberry or chocolate. If I'm feeling um, okay. a little uh, sweet tooth coming on, like I'll grab, uh, I'll grab those uh, nice little protein chocolate milk, you know, gimmicks, and those uh, crave that uh, it, it uh, swerves that craving for sure. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Well, finally, a wrestling related one. With some of the, you know, hardcore type of matches that you are kind of known for, what is one type of weapon that you would not want used on you in a match? Ooh, it's one that's been used on me. I've been hit with it in the, in, right between my eyes. Eddie Edwards hit me with it. It's kendo stick. Absolutely hate kendo sticks. They suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard I, a lot, and I've seen the marks those things can leave after after getting hit a little hard. Yeah, by the- yeah he hit me right between my eyes, and it literally rattled, rattled, and shook my brain inside my skull. I swear to God. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine that. Like, oh, just hearing about it's making my head hurt. <laughs> but uh, you know. That is about all I got. Um, what you know, you earlier mentioned your social medias, but you, you know, let people again know the social medias, and you know, you got a couple upcoming shows here. Let people know where they can find you. You know, hit me up on at the Jake Chris on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook is the J- or, uh, Jake Chris. Um, I'll be in uh, Iowa for Wrestling Revolver on July 9th. Um, and be honest with you, uh, I'm all over the United States and the world right now. So just keep your eyes on my social media. I might be popping up to a town near you. And you know when Jake Chris is on the damn show, you ain't going to want to miss it. I'm going to steal that show, that's for sure. That is for damn sure. They're probably going to have to lock me up. <laughs> you know, lock you away for theft of the show. <laughs> That's it. Call the police because I just stole the show. All right, man. It was great talking to you. I appreciate you. Let's do this any other time. Hit me up, my friend. No, definitely. You have Thanks. a great day, okay? Yep. Thank you.